Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Good morning. Tomorrow is a stat. It's the the, uh, Reconciliation Day. Yeah, Truth and Reconciliation Day tomorrow. So we're not going to be working tomorrow. (coughs) We got a best of in. So today's kind of our Friday. Um, It is. We got a pair of running section tickets to get to. Grant is still not in the room. Still struggling with still struggling with COVID ED. Yeah. Yeah. Most men suffer in silence. (laughs) And we suffer on the radio. (laughs) I think silence is better. (laughs) (laughs) We went to meet the boss yesterday. We sit down. This is how effective we've been with you at home. I mean, honestly, Grant, if you like it, you might want to put in a petition to stay there. Because we sit down and he looks around he quizzically and he's like, where's Grant? <laughs> I had no idea I haven't been at work. None. I love it. Both Jimmy and I are looking at each other because we're not sure because he's... He's got this weird sense of humor, and, and we still, I mean, we're five years in with him, and we still haven't really quite figured out his sense of humor. So Still figuring it out, yeah. Yeah, so Jimmy and I are looking at each other going, is he, is he kidding? <laughs> and then we go. I went, he's, he's got COVID. He's and at home. There was a pause. <laughs> he goes, oh, Oh, and then just completely moved on to the next thing. And he was listening to the show. (laughs) And then started bringing up things we did on the show. Uh, At one point, I slipped in. So it's hard to tell Grant's not here, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Oh, son of a bitch. That just sums up to me when when I walked out. Yesterday, I was like, that just sums up the lack of importance of what we do. <laughs> and thank God for it. I got an email from um, a guy that uh, listens to the show and, and has a very particular, uh, like, very skilled at illustration. His yes. name is, is Gabe. And Gabe sent me a note, and he said, I got to start working on your Halloween artwork. And do you have any ideas? So he's done some things for us before the lawn darts tournament. He did the logo, right? Yeah. He did the the superhero picture of us, which we used to have a shirt of. Yeah. He uh, did last yeah. year. He did a Halloween thing for us. I think that was the first time he did that. Yeah. He yeah, wants I to think do I it was again. Chucky. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember what I was, but anyway, he no, said. neither. He said, "Give me a theme, and I'll put something together for you guys." So I sent him an idea, and. He sent me a, a quick response back and said, 
maybe you should get the listeners to pick. <laughs> so I took it as uh, maybe my idea wasn't that good. But his idea of getting some help was a good one. So we'll get into that with our locker room topic of the day. The locker room topic of the day. So we're looking for some help for our uh, our cartoonist, Gabe. He's very talented. You can see his work. I'm just posting something up on my Facebook right now. I think Jimmy put something up on the Cruz Facebook. It's also on my Twitter. So he wants a theme for Halloween. Um, what were what were we last so, year? Uh, yeah, last year's picture Jimmy just posted. I saw. So Jimmy was Chucky, uh, I was it, and you were Freddy. Freddy. Yeah. So the idea I gave him was, um, and the, this will make more sense in the next week or two. But I I was trying to think of a mullet. Should I be doing this? Because I don't want people to. I don't want to get in the way of people's creativity. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. Well, why don't we save it for the end? At the end of the topic, we'll say what the idea that's, is that we have. That's a good idea. Uh, I have an idea. Okay. Uh, what about the the Adams family? Because there's that new. Oh, I like the Adams family. The zombie. Jimmy mo- could, Rob Zombie could be Wednesday. Is is Rob Zombie doing the new one? No. What's he working on? He is doing. Is it the? Uh, Was no, it the he's doing family? the. He's doing the monsters. The monsters. What about the monsters? The monsters. But I was thinking Adam's family. Like I could be Fester, you could be Lurch, Jimmy could be Wednesday. That might work. <laughs> Lurch. <laughs> is that his name? The, big, the Frankenstein. Hey, I think guy. it the is Frankenstein guys. <laughs> no, I think Lurch is. From, uh, uh, that's funny. From, yeah. I like this. I'm, I'm just looking at the Adams family right now. The Adams family. The Adams family. There we go. They redid that one in 91. Yeah, they've redone it a few times, I think. Okay. Actually, that would really work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, I'm Lurch. Lurch has <laughs> got better hair than I do, though. True. <laughs> Locker room topic of the day. Locker room cartoonist Gabe wants a theme for his next drawing of the show for Halloween, and we're getting your thoughts this morning, 780-989-0957, if you want to throw an idea at us here. Oh, sorry, sorry, Grant, I had you turned down. Repeat that. (laughs) Christy said we should be the Disney Hocus Pocus witches. Remember that movie? I can kind of see that. Uh, Locke would be a good Bette Midler. Uh, Grant would be the Sarah Jessica Parker character, and I'd be the other one. Yeah, because there's three of them, right? Yeah. What's the other one? I don't know her name. I'm definitely bet. Yeah, you're a bet for yeah, sure. I'm, total, I'm totally wings, be- wind beneath your wings. <laughs> <laughs> all right, keep the ideas coming, all right? The locker room topic of the day. Okay, our illustrator, his name is Gabe. Actually, he's listening this morning. Um, he wants to do up a Halloween-themed picture for us. Um, he's done lots of work. Grant was just saying that he's done quite a bit of work for us. He did the. If you go to the, our, our merch page, actually, we did um, logos up or artwork, and we sold T-shirts and water bottles and things like that for this past year's Lawn Darts thing. And he did kind of a Beavis and Butthead theme for us, yeah, which I enjoyed. Um, so we're taking your ideas for a Halloween themed, some Halloween themed artwork. 
Actually, if you go to Value Village in Clairview, you can buy one of his shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the one I bought for him. Someone stole it from his house. <laughs> and then donated it. <laughs> so we can't even make this stuff up. <laughs> that actually happened. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so Halloween-themed, uh, Jason said, how about you guys be Super Mario Bros? He said, I would be Mario... Okay. Locke, you would be Luigi, and Jimmy would be Toad. What? Okay, Toad. I, I would, uh, he's a little Toad. He's like a little mushroom kind of guy. <laughs> but I, I don't see Locke as a Luigi. He's more of a Bowser. You think so? I was going to say, he, he. the only reason you're Luigi is because you're tall. I think okay. Luigi's a taller one on the, the game. Why can't I but be I was, Luigi? Ha! No? <laughs> Is that okay? I was thinking you'd be Yoshi. <laughs> but Jimmy I was, could be Mario. But I was thinking—I was thinking him being Bowser because he's the a-hole through the entire game. He's was, the bad guy. I don't really—I I remember playing this game, but I don't remember the characters really. Right? Like, well, like, the the thing about you being Yoshi and Jimmy being Mario is Mario is always getting rides with Yoshi. Okay. So that kind of works. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but that's coming to an end soon. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. How's that letter to HR coming, Jimmy? Oh, that's... Uh, <laughs> the more and more I read it, the more and more I add to it. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Getting some ideas from you this morning. The Locker Room Cartoonist Illustrator, Gabe, wants a theme for his uh, his next work on us. It's a Halloween thing, so uh, we're taking your suggestion. 780-989-0957. Dean said we should do a Star Wars-themed Halloween uh, picture. Said it suits our personalities as well. Locke, you would be chewy because Dean said you sound like him when you Andrew when you talk about bike lanes. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy is R two D two because we never know what he's really saying. And I would be C three P O. He said because I'm the voice of reason. There you go. I think I'd I make a better that. Yoda. He wants to be Yoda. I think the ship has sailed on Yoda for you. Yeah, I think so too. So I just yeah. need a new costume. Yeah, that's You're I, quite a bit bigger than Yoda. Well, <laughs> I'm also bigger than R2D2, and he's not a, he's not allowed within 300 yards of the school with the Yoda costume on either. That's a good point. The locker room topic of the day: seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. If you ever have anything you want to weigh in on on the on the discussions, that's a phone number and it is a text line. This morning we're getting your help with. Um, with a theme for a Halloween picture for our cartoonist, our illustrator, Gabe. Grant? Uh, this one's come in a few times. Marianne and Scuba Steve both saying the Three Stooges. So Larry, Curly, and Moe. All right. Well, I think I have an idea of who would be who. So Moe's the leader, so I'm Moe. Um, Grant, you're Curly, and Jimmy okay. is definitely a Larry. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only reason I could see you as Larry is if you grew your hair out and got a perm, you would have his hair. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not wrong. I think I'm definitely a curly though. Yeah, Grant's <laughs> Grant's a curly for sure. Yeah, <laughs> very funny. That'd be, I, actually, that would be a good picture. The three of us. The locker room topic of the day. Getting ideas this morning for our illustrator, for Gabe, for his next work on the show, which is a Halloween themed 
thing. He did um, last year. He did me as Freddie, Grant as it, and Jimmy as as Chucky. And he sent me a note this week earlier this week and said we need an idea uh, for my next drawing of you guys. So um, we got some good ones. We'll wrap up with one more here. Or did we get more than a couple, Grant? We got a few here. We can run through. Okay, let's run through the ones that came in. So Chris said we could be Disney princesses. Okay. He said I would be Cinderella, uh, Locke. You would be Snow White, and Jimmy would be Ariel. It's a Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, Derek, the parts guy, was saying Scooby Doo. I would be Shaggy. Jimmy would be uh, Scrappy Doo, and and Locke would be Scooby. Scooby-Doo. I, I, I don't mind Scooby-Doo, actually. That's pretty decent. Because they were always getting into trouble on Halloween, too, weren't they? Uh, yeah, there was oh, kind yeah. of halloween theme. There, right? there was quite There's a few Halloween haunt, uh, uh, Haunted houses. Haunted houses and ghosts. But it was, and... always an old, it was always an old man in a mask, right? That was always the <laughs> yeah. big reveal at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I actually like Rob, Rob the Dick's idea, too. He said, do zombie Muppets. So Jimmy would be Kermit. I would be Fozzie Bear, and you would be Gomer. Luck, Jesus, I'm just such. I'm always the loser. Well, well it kind of suits you. Zombie Muppets. I don't mind that one. I like one the either. zombie. I want to be Fozzie Bear. Yeah, he was pretty awesome. Um, hand, hand, did I see Handmaid's Tale came in as well? J- John just texted in. We could be the handmaids, handmaids from Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> put those cones on our heads. I'm not sure that would fly. Uh, Adam's family came in. The Munsters, Mario Brothers, Star Wars, Three Stooges. Um, I, I'll send all these ideas to to Gabe to see what he comes up with. I promised that I would um, I would give you the idea that I send him. And this, and again, the reason I think that Gabe was like what uh, was because. Um, he probably doesn't understand where it's going or or the sort of the impetus of it. And we got more information coming down the pipe regarding this, but I I was trying to think of a mullet theme, Grant. So yeah. I, I sent him like, I don't know, maybe turn some Oilers into, or hockey players with mullets and have them be zombies or something. Oh, yeah. You know where zombie, I'm going with this, right? Zombie mullet hockey players? Zombie mullet hockey players. I wanted a mullet theme for it, yeah. right? But we don't need to beat that one up. <laughs> and I can't think of anything Halloween mullet related. That was the what I was looking for. Yeah, I'm trying to think of Are there any, any characters, characters that had any like mullets? Maybe we could do werewolves, but with mullets. So turn us into werewolves with mullets. Mullet, werewolves. I wrote that one down. That's not bad at all. Three, two. The locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. Me It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. So for Midget at the Movies this year, we've been getting listener suggestions, locker room listener suggestions. Text to 780-989-0957. We're going to do a theme for this week, all of October. Jimmy is going to be doing horror movies, like scary movies. Um, so the first one has to be because it's October 3rd, right? Monday is October 3rd. Wow. We're almost into October. That's insane. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if you have any suggestions 
um, on classic horror movies. We're like talking old school ones. Yeah, have we made you watch many, many like old school uh, horror I movies? No, like um, I had to watch Friday the Thirteenth on Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, that's but that's not really where I'm going with this. Like I'm you going could, with um, I'm going with like Dracula. Um, like you know what I mean? Like like birds stuff like that. No, oh, okay. Because I was gonna say you could almost just watch all the Halloween movies. There's like 13 of them with a new one coming out. Um, but you want like Psycho? We've made you watch Psycho. Like well, Psycho, Psycho, the original think, was 1960. Yeah. I don't the, think the, I watched Psycho at least not for midget at the movies. The Shining. I did when I was a kid, but I. Don't remember. Have you watched The Shining? Have we made you watch The Shining? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, that's kind of where I'm going here. Like, like um, I'm just looking for other ideas here online that people might be able to... to Carrie. Uh, that was a scary one. The Thing. 1982. Right? Stuff like that. I think people get the idea like of, of, of where, where we're going here. Eraserhead. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes! Yes! Stuff like that. I think that's that's the start of this. Anyway, text us any ideas. We're doing classic horror movies and for the first one. And I had to do Exorcist one year. That one that, came, that in, one came well. in. Yeah, I've done a, Exorcist. A lot of '80s ones are going to come in because the Blob. The Blob, perfect. That's a good one too. Okay, we'll pick our uh, our winner here next. Three, two. The locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Mini. It's like minute at the movies, but shorter. All right, we're going to send Jimmy home to watch a movie this weekend. It's October. We've been doing this for the last couple of years. We've been doing scary movie themes. And um, so the first one we wanted to do was classic horror movies. And Grant, you said we had one that was sort of standing out. So Christy is pumped. We finally chose one of her movies. Um, Night of the Living Dead. That one came in a few times. Uh, Dave also texted it in and wanted Jimmy to watch Night of the Living Dead. So the 1968 vintage one. So and you were saying you looked it up on, on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and it's it's like got a really high score, right? It's got a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's uh I mean, it's, it's kind of like it's the zombie movie, right? It's the standard yeah, and it's it's one that anybody if you talk to anybody that um that is a fan of this that the horror movies, scary movies, it's kind of one that gets brought up as like yeah. the definitive movie for for horror and what we know it to be. So I think this is a perfect one. Now, I'm guessing you'll be able to find that one, Jimmy. I should be able to. But if if you can't find the original because it's 1968, they did a remake, if I remember correctly. Like it was like late 80s, early 90s. They did a, a Night of the Living Dead remake that I'm not sure was as good, but um, that that's at least it could be a replacement for that cult. It's uh, 1990. They they redid it. Yeah. Okay. So, what was the Rotten Tomato score on that on the '90s version? That of the one Night was a sixty-six percent. See, it on didn't. It didn't live up to it. Yeah. It's hard when you got a cult classic. It's hard to redo it. Yeah. But that's. I'm just giving Jimmy an option because he's got. It's on go, Amazon Prime. 
You got both of them on Amazon Prime? No, the the Night of the Living Dead, the 68 version is on. Uh, Did you get Prime? I was working on it. Okay, he wants to order more Star Wars stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to order some rubber chickens for wrestling. Oh, it's either Star Wars or wrestling. Star Wars or wrestling. You know what? You're Jimmy's simple. Life. You're a simple guy. That's, you know, yep. that's... That's what we've learned about you. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Apparently, if you have a pet, you will sacrifice your own happiness for the happiness of your fur baby. I can see they that. Did this, they did this survey and like 71% of people said they regularly put their pet's needs before their own. Yeah. <laughs> Are you seeing that? Say, oh yeah, in your for house me especially. I'm, I'm a, like Max is a little more cutthroat with the dog. She's <laughs> she can separate like that's a dog, not our child. Uh, where I'm like I'm like giving him the look. I'm like, don't worry, when she's gone, I'll give you an extra dinner, buddy. <laughs> as soon as she's not looking, man, you're getting some treats. <laughs> <laughs> the thing for me. More than sacrificing uh, my happiness, I have a tremendous amount of guilt around not spending time with the dog. Oh, yeah. Because I like to go for walks with Kingston, and it's actually, some days I look forward to it because it's like, it's, it's just the two of us, right? And we get to go for a little jaunt around the neighborhood, and we usually, we have our, we have our little paths that we take. And if I don't do it, I'm like, oh, man, he hates me. He's mad at me. We didn't go for a walk today. So I get that exact same feeling, yeah. I have that guilt, and that's because uh, it's the one thing that I'm sort of contributed to this, to this, you know, this dog thing is this, the walk, and it's, it's, you know, and then if, like yesterday, we didn't get to go for a walk. We were busy. We had a bunch of house stuff. We got the keys and everything to the new house. So it was like the dog spent quite a bit of time by himself. And anyway, so yeah, I can see this being a thing. I have a lot of guilt about leaving leaving Rodney home alone. Like yeah. if we're out doing stuff. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, we got to get home to the puppy. And then Mac will point out, she's like, that's a pretty lucky dog because we're home most of the day with it. Like yeah. the average person is gone eight hours a day at their job. Yeah, eight, ten hours a day, right? That dog would be alone. Where Rodney's alone for maybe an hour or two a day. It's not much. Kingston's uh, also- got the same situation with Deb at home because Deb, 90% of the time, Deb's working from home, right? Yeah, so he's not used to being alone. They also said in this study um, 40% of people let their pet influence what kind of trip they would take, where they live, oh, that's and the people already. they hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing, too, is I, I can now take him in the car like he travels really well so right yeah so now if i go down to if, if i'm going out for a run like to do whatever i'm like you're coming like just hop in in the home in the back of the the van with you yeah he's calmed down a bit now where like he'll he travels really well and he's not on top of me in the car like he's 80 plus pounds so yeah. i can't have him in the front seat with me Right, but now I can because he's not jumping on me. Right, he's, he's in the back. Yeah. yeah, he's in the back, and he's a little calmer now. So, so at least if if Deb's not home, she's running errands, and I've got to run out and grab something. 
I can, you know, take him to the, and he can sit in the parking lot while I run into Sobeys to grab milk or whatever the hell it is, right? So I, I, I'm so glad. That's I was saying to the wife, because I, I wanted a dog and our lives were busy, and I was like, there's no way I'm getting a dog. With, with the kids, they were nuts. It was every night they were out doing something. It was insane. Yeah. I like That was our strategy. We tried to keep penises out of them, so we just yeah. kept them busy. Um, and, and it worked, well, for the most part, I think. They're a little older now, so I think that, that ship sailed. But, um, but the thing was, I'm not going to introduce a dog to our lives. And we're then too busy. Yeah. We were too busy. And now things have calmed down for the wife and I. So we, we, we got the dog, and she loves that thing. That thing loves yeah. her. That is her dog. And it was probably one of the better decisions we've made in a long time is getting Kingston. Loves Jimmy, too. Big fan of Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, but he also likes messing with me, too. Like, oh, yeah. He, he messes chance, with everybody. Though. Any chance he gets, he runs around with my shoe. Yeah, he's he'll. Dog, he, dogs can pick up on that though, like who they can play a little differently with, right? Like Rodney will play differently with me rather than the kids. Like he's more rough with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How old is Rodney now? He was born June first. June first. Okay, so he's uh, he's he's getting big. How big? Yeah, he's did, growing fast, man. How big did they say that Rodney was going to get? Because it's a golden his, retriever. They can be pretty big, eh? His dad was 65 pounds and oh, his okay, mom that, was 45, I think. So That's not yeah. too bad. That's not too I, bad. He was, he was the runt of the litter, but, he, man, he's exploded in size. So, <laughs> Well, you know what? When they're happy, I think, right? Like We were told yeah. the same thing when we picked up Kingston. They were like, ah, the boys usually, the, the, the male dogs are usually 55 to 65 pounds. Well, that, yeah, that didn't last long. You do this. Carrie texted in and said, we look for places to eat that has a dog-friendly patio because leaving them is just, we feel way too much guilt. It's too, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. The dog patch. We go to the dog patch because you can have your dogs there. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Um, That's actually a good point. We, um, with the move, we're going to, we've got a couple of places that we know that we can take the dog in the summer anyway on, on, on a patio. Um, yeah, but we're moving into a new area, so we're gonna have to find a couple of dog-friendly places so we can go have a bite to eat or something with him. And <laughs> yeah, you know. it's funny how they control your lives, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. There was a study done that highlighted how badly people want to avoid customer service, (laughs) like going to customer service or phoning customer service. That is the last thing most people on this planet would want to do. 25% of people would rather shave their head over speaking with customer service. 30% of people would do taxes instead of calling customer service. And 22% of people said they would rather spend a night in jail over speaking to a customer service rep. Think about that. 22% of people would go to jail. Jail. Instead of spending an hour on the phone with TELUS. Oh my God. You know, I really thought there was more Karens and Lachlans out there that actually looked forward to complaining to management. <laughs> But I guess there's not. Do you know how many people are out there still paying for gym memberships or blockbuster memberships or whatever else because they just don't want to deal with customer service? And these companies are smart, right? They know that. 
if you want to cancel a gym membership, you can't just phone them up and say, hey, I want to cancel my gym membership. It's worse than trying to get a passport. You have to do the proper paperwork. You have to go down there and talk to them face to face. And then once you get that proper paperwork, you need to promise them that your firstborn will one day become a member member of the gym. You have to sign them over. And then before they let you finally cancel that gym membership, they make you watch Rocky 1 and 2 just to try to inspire you to stay a member of the gym. Hey, you sure you want to cancel that? That could be you. Have you tried phoning your cell phone provider lately? They like give you this long list of options that you have to sit there listening to, and then you have to press the correct number to get the correct operator, and if you hit the wrong one, your phone tases you. It's insane. <laughs> the Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Want to be a Tabor Tugger? Get the shirt today. <laughs> Text Jimmy and ask for the link or find it on our social media. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We have a guest in the studio with us. Your name is Melanie Pope. Yes. And you have a candle company. I do indeed. Yep. And we ended up talking to you because of one specific candle. You had a you had a Nickelback candle, right? Yep, called Nickel Snap. Okay. So give us the story behind that quickly before we get into an idea we have for the locker room. Uh, so one of my clients in Camrose is a member of the Kruger family. Yeah. So we got chatting one day about making them a candle. So they all love their Auntie Lee's ginger snap cookies. She sort of travels around with them and makes these cookies in various locales throughout the world. <laughs> so it smells like her candle. So actually when Chad saw it, he thought, oh my God, this is like bang on. Oh, wow. Okay, good. So they have seen the candles. Oh, yeah. I've got pictures okay. with them. With them. And yep. where would people buy this Nickelback candle? Uh, on my website at prairierosecandle.com, and it's also available at the Trendy Walrus in Camrose, as well as the Fox and Willow, which is a Perfect. cute little store outside of Fort Saskatchewan. So we've been going back and forth on email, and we have an idea that maybe we'll do some locker room candles. Ooh, fun. For, uh, for charity, if that's, if that's okay with that you. That would be fun, yes. We'd like to raise some money for the Edmonton Food Bank. Fun, and, yes. And um, so we came up with, uh, one for me is easy. I'd like my, the lock, the Lachlan candle to smell like beer. Easy enough. Yeah, Grant's candle is easy. We want it to smell like fried chicken because he's the the chicken king, okay. the fried chicken king. Jimmy's a little bit more complicated. So um, we have kind of a question. What does sadness smell like? <laughs> well, to me, uh, let's see. What does I've got like a one that smells like dirt. That's close. <laughs> well, uh, like. Like, I don't know, that would be like a, like just kind of a sad, ucky scent. You know what we should do, Melanie? You need to take a a trip to his no, apartment. No, the den of sadness? She'll, she'll never, no, she, you'll never be the same. My mother refuses to go in my apartment. Oh, you're, I've seen the den of sadness on your... I yeah, but you, you just you just see a little... Plants is not helping that apartment, no. out, Melanie. Plants, well, neither will an ucky smelling candle. Plants <laughs> die in that apartment. Well, listen, or, do me a favor. Go back and, and brainstorm this. Okay. If you can come up with something. I thought, because it's kind of a cross between compost and, you know that smell when you drop off your bottles at the yep. bottle depot? Yep. And then with mixed with a little bit of sewage. Like, if you it's could come up with something... Bad. Like that. 
So it smells like the toilet? Oh, yeah. If you could get a, a candle that smells like a toilet, I think that'll be a great seller. Oh. Or, or, or we could be nicer and do a urinal puck. Oh. Urinal puck. All right, how long would it take you to come up with this? Beer I could get right away. I'd have to do some sourcing to see where I can get chicken and... Uh, the sadness smell? The sadness smell. we got to work on. I'll have to okay. work on. Well, listen, you keep us posted. I will. And then if we can get these up on the webpage, we'll promote the hell out of it so we Perfect. can raise a bit of money for the, for the sounds, Edmonton Food That bank. sounds lovely. I love doing that kind of stuff. Thank you, Melanie. I appreciate you coming down today. I appreciate being down. This is so exciting. What's the name of the webpage again for people to go to check it out? PrairieRoseCandle.com. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Yeah, this is this is news to me. I had no idea so they, that, uh, that they endorsed a bunch of stuff. They call it a royal warrant. So it's basically things that the royal family, the Queen Elizabeth used, gets the royal seal of approval. And uh, there's an Edmonton company on there I was reading. Really? What's so, the Edmonton Ar- company? I don't know how to pronounce it. Aram or Aram, uh, but they make beds. And I guess the, huh. the royal family sleeps on these beds that are made here in Edmonton. They make mattresses that the, the queen Yeah, they make mattresses. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I had no idea. And the list is actually kind of funny. It's 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 not what you would think, right? I mean, there's, there's stuff on Well, no, because you would think like, okay, the, the, the Anglican church is the church of the queen. Like, that makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But then you're like, HP sauce? What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they had a, a Queen's endorsement, a royal family seal of approval on HP sauce. I never noticed it. I, like, but but it's, it's got the, uh, the the Parliament buildings on the front of the bottle, and I didn't even think that was... I didn't even think of that at all. Yeah. Does anyone use HP sauce still? Oh, I, I do all the time. I don't buy HP sauce, but if I'm in like... Um, like if I'm in a restaurant... Like a diner? If I'm in a diner and I get like a steak and eggs and the steak comes out and it looks a bit like a shoe, I'm gonna put <laughs> I'm gonna put HP sauce on it. Because those places all that, that'll destroy a steak, they all have HP sauce in their restaurants. But when I'm cooking oh, yeah. a burger at home, I'm throwing HP on it. Really? Really? Okay, yeah, on a I burger? I like Grant, I don't do that. I've never bought a bottle of HP sauce. I don't think I have either. Yeah. I don't use it on steak, but I What else is on this list? Cornflakes are on the list. Um, <laughs> Burberry clothing. Clarence skincare. Is. Okay, I've heard of Clarence. Uh, Elizabeth Arden Cosmetics is on there. <laughs> really? Like I said, those those Hypnos mattresses from Edmonton. Yeah. Um, there is more than 700 brands they, on here. They probably make money from it too, right? I would think so. Like yeah. If, if you have the Queen's seal of approval, right? They're probably um, paying for that. I'm sure you're going to be absolutely. It'll be interesting. Something. The article went on to talk about the fact that this might be a thing of the past because people actually liked the Queen, and now King Charles, who's a douchebag, might not get the same. Like brands may not want to be associated with the royal family as quickly, just based on who's in the in like- the big chair. Kind of like when we found out that uh, Trump put ketchup on his steak, and then everyone was like ashamed of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but she absolutely. even a little like that. She even endorsed Gordon's gin. Oh, you know what? She strikes me as 
Um, she had the, to... the old bird. Strike me as somebody that might every once in a while get into the the sauce, eh? And not I'm just the I'm pretty sure HP. she had the same, the same drink every day. I can't remember what it was. I, I think I remember reading something like that. Yeah. My grandmother on my grandfather's side... She lived till she was 104, and she had a shot of something every... It was usually a schnapps, but she had a shot before she went to bed every night. That was that was her ritual, so... That, so, yeah, she pre- she preferred gin cocktails. Gin cocktails, eh? All right, yeah. there we go. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the future of royal family endorsements is with with King Charles. I think it's I think it's going to slide a bit. Cruise, roads, and weather. Okay, there's a couple of accidents uh, eastbound uh, on the Yellowhead uh, near uh, Spruce Grove near Pioneer Road. There's a collision, as well as there was a collision on uh, both ways, 98th Avenue at 79th Street. There was a collision. If you see anything else, shoot us a text at 780-989-0957. You sound like you're in pain when you're delivering the traffic. Yeah, there's a Have certain you- <laughs> level of like, is somebody like squeezing him while he's doing this? Okay, I'm trying to read, and I'm horrible at reading. It'd be a lot easier if you wore your glasses. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. I have to take your constant- testicles out of that vice. <laughs> Are you wearing nipple clamps? You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I just love this story. It's just beautiful. Saving lives, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, an OnlyFans model. Um, she saved somebody's life. Her name is Belle Grace. And she was doing a video call with one of her subscribers. Mm-hmm. You know, they were chatting about the weather. And uh, <laughs> she noticed that uh, one of his testicles um, was getting larger. And so she said, hey, you know what? Because um, they started talking two years ago. He started paying for these video chats. And so over the course of the two years, she's been like, hey, your lefty there is getting a lot bigger. Um, slowly started to swell. She told him to go to the doctor. Turns out he uh, had cancer. And he saved. she saved his life. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing. When this first um, broke... It broke within the last week or so. I had uh, yeah. a couple of people send it to me. Was this you? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not on OnlyFans. And they're like, no, 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 no. The dude with the 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 growing testicle. <laughs> no, yours are sagging, not growing. <laughs> but this is kind of confusing. So she's she's the OnlyFans person. But why she's, she's the model. But she, w- why is she seeing his nuts? Because they were doing like a video call. <laughs> so he's butt ass naked doing a OnlyFans. They're doing a her. Zoom. Yeah. I got, J- Jimmy's we, like, you can do that. Ex- <laughs> we have to explain this to you. <laughs> you can do private sessions on these. Okay. Never knew you that. Probably pay. More money to do an intimate thing, probably, right? Like, it probably costs a ton of money, but it saved his life. So, yeah, look at that. If he wasn't doing that, he'd be dead right now. So, think of so the lives he, you could be changing so, with so your OnlyFans. Can, can he write it off as a medical <laughs> expense because she gave him medical advice? I like. That. I, would assume I like so. that after a couple years of these of these videos, these video calls, 
Bill, Bill Grace went, hey, listen, Larry, I've been noticing something. That one's getting bigger. <laughs> and then the story went on to talk about how she had to talk him into it because he's like, I know, I just, it seems a little off as well. I've been, but I really don't want to go. And then she, he's brave enough to sign up for OnlyFans. <laughs> And to do video calls. <laughs> do video calls with somebody. But he won't but go to his doctor. <laughs> it's too nervous to go to the doctor about his nuts. So he gets his life gets saved by a cyber model. <laughs> well done. Ah, oh, yeah, these are wonderful times we live in. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News. James P. White. So I'm going to try and not give too much information for people who haven't actually seen and or yet. Uh, seen no spoilers. Episode, yeah, no episode spoilers. Episode four. But there's so much TV on right now that the casual fan that would normally be watching this because there's nothing going on is busy watching other stuff right now. So that's a good move, right? Yeah, yeah. this one. this one's kind of low on my list. I like Star Wars, but... This one I, so I put pretty I've, I've heard a couple of people minutes. that aren't nerds, Grant, that have yeah. said that that they uh, they're really enjoying this series. I watched I watched about 15, 20 minutes of the first episode and I wasn't feeling it, so I turned it off. But I'll try it again. All right. So this is so this is like an Easter egg thing. thing. Easter egg thing. So what it is is. Uh, one of the characters in this show also is wearing around his neck. He's wearing like an amulet thing with uh, a large blue kyber crystal. Like the kyber crystal is what they what use. What is it with crystals and nerds? Like no, but the kyber <laughs> crystal is what powers your lightsaber. So, oh, okay. but the thing is, there's a little bit of significance to this because they're saying it has to. Do, it's it's a flashback to the. Rakuten uh, Invaders, but that's from a video game, The Knights of the Old Republic. And it, thanks so, for the clarification. Yeah, it, that's a video game. But the thing is, what I find significant about the Kyber Crystal around his neck is also in uh, Rogue One, uh, the girl. Uh, what's uh, she was also had a Kyber Crystal around her neck. And the significance about the kyber crystal outside of the lightsaber is those are what are actually used for the weapon on the Death Star. So it actually char uh, channels the energy through the kyber crystal where they blow up the planets. So that's so this is kind of a little bit of an Easter egg going leading to the weapon on the Death Star as well. That's where the significance of the kyber crystal is. In my this mind. is my fault, everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm I, sorry. Wow. Wow. Jimmy, your podcast. That's, yeah, the Jedi Jimmy podcast is coming out this afternoon. Uh, it's uh, dealing with episode four. We, we've we got to redeem ourselves here. I don't know how. What do we got coming up? <laughs> Why don't we talk about your breakfast you're eating right now, Grant? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's an amazing. Best part of working from home is the breakfast. <laughs> I'm really in an Arby's mood today, though. Really? Now you've yeah, got me thinking Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. Beef and cheddars right now. Oh, some curly fries. Yeah. Do you crave Arby's when you get COVID, Grant? When I get sick, I want to eat junk. Just I just awful want food. junk food. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. That's yeah. quite common. All right. <laughs> so if you're looking for Jimmy's Star Wars 
um, podcast. It's the Jedi Jimmy Star Wars podcast. It's going to be up on wherever you get podcasts. It'll also be up on the Locker Room YouTube page, okay? So just type in The Locker Room into YouTube, and then you can subscribe today. You're in the Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, we don't need to give out all the details right now. Just that um, we're going to be doing this next week. I can't believe it. October is just around the corner. We're going to be doing the. Um, uh, we're going to be doing thanks taking again. We had to take a bit of a break with this because of COVID, but we're Couldn't bringing really it back. Going to people's homes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't um, the boss say to stop playing that turkey though? Yeah, he turkey? did. And was I there for that meeting? Uh, yeah, you I were, so. and you kind of protested. And he's like, "Can you do something else?" And I changed it a bit. No, you didn't. You just sped it up. <laughs> you should slow it down. <laughs> I like to. Uh, we got like an 18-minute bed in here. I don't know why, but they... I just, just in case po- we talk about Thanksgiving for 18 minutes. For 18 minutes. The producers, I, I sent them a clip of the turkey. I said, can you just loop this together and then send it to me? And uh, and so he sent it back, and and he put it in the system, and it's like, did it need to be 18 minutes long? <laughs> <laughs> He's heard us try to explain contests before. Anyway, so on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we have three opportunities, right, guys? Yes. Oh, that that's uh, that's actually uh, worth saying out loud, guys. We're gonna have to work after the show. Um. <sighs> <laughs> Hopefully Grant uh, doesn't get COVID again. Or doesn't still have it. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be next week. Um, We got a nice little prize up for grabs for you at the end of of, of Thanksgiving. Um, And the the difference this year, too, was was Jimmy sort of bitched in the past that he had to wear the turkey costume. And then the following year, we, we actually competed. We did little... Um, rock, paper, scissors, or I don't know. Like to MMA see who wore fighting, the turkey. To see who wore the turkey outfit. Yeah, and we basically all wore it at some point. I can't the, believe all three of us fit into it for some but, strange reason. <laughs> but the first the first year, we had that horrible one that the stuffing kept yeah. falling out of. That and, and it I was couldn't a, see where you were going. It was a cooked turkey. It was yeah. a cooked turkey, and it had no face, uh, no spot for my face, so I had to look through fabric. Yeah. Anyway, we um, Grant and I got these. Like these turkey outfits from Amazon, and they 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 inflate. They're hilarious. Yeah, they're, they're pretty awesome. So if you want two or three idiot turkeys in your house next week, details coming up on Monday morning. This is also a fundraiser for the food bank. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a big fundraiser. We like to do this every year. I think most people understand what we've done in the past, so they get it. Um, what we do is we'll explain quickly. We'll give you all the details on Monday, but we show up at your house. We play rock, paper, scissors with you. If Grant wins, because he's the king of rock, paper, scissors, then we raid your pantry, um, and uh, we take a bunch of food from your house to the food bank. And if we uh, if we... If we lose, we give you a prize, okay? That's what we'll fill in the details for you on Monday. So be prepared for that on Monday morning. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Victor, thank you for joining us, my friend. Lachlan, Grant, James, fantastic. Victor Quee from the um, Edmonton Elks. You are the president, and um, you are very excited 
as as we are, I'm guessing, for the start of the season. I know it's only it's a pre- here. I know it's only a preseason matchup, but we only get a couple of these before the regular season and we're looking forward to Friday. Good weather, everything is coming coming up roses here. Yeah, and I'm, I, while I'm very excited about the Oilers, I'm happy that they're not playing on Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that worked out well. Okay, was it offside? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly I thought I understood what the rules of offside was, but I think I do not. No, you're you're uh, you're not alone. I think most of Edmonton is is now confused about what the offside rule actually is. There must be some other blue line. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being on that side yeah. of the fence for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Friday night game. Um, sorry, I lost it. Uh, it, it. You know what? The one thing that I want to make sure that we touch base on here is where are ticket sales at? Because we're doing the Stand With Ukraine ticket for Friday night, Victor, and the um, and the tickets are fifteen dollars. Yeah, you're raising money for for the uh, the Canada Ukraine Foundation. Um, and, and where are we at? Because the last time I heard you were. Over and you were over twenty thousand and closing in on twenty five. Yeah, we're just just a little bit shy of thirty thousand right now. Whoa! Now, on one hand, you know that sounds good because it's a preseason game and we typically only get four thousand or whatever, a couple thousand people through the gate, and thirty thousand would be good. But I really, actually, I thought that we'd be at fifty thousand a week ago. And um, I get it because there's there's Oilers and everything else going on, and we're a last minute crowd in Edmonton, and we're probably going to see today, tomorrow, and Friday really pick up. But um, uh, uh, I think that there's we still got a long way to go, and we've had a lot of corporations buy bulk tickets, yeah, and distribute to their employees. So there is still a little bit of caution that I have because I I, I hope that people will still come out. And it's a great day, like you said. The weather's looking good on Friday, yeah. so I'm hoping everyone comes out and, and all that kind of stuff. But it's uh, it's exciting. Like everybody is talking about it. People, even when I was in Winnipeg uh, and sitting in, in the stands, people asked me about it. They're like, "Wow, that's just so great that you're doing that in, in, in Edmonton." So the word is out there. Yeah, there's yeah. a strong yeah. Ukrainian community in in Winnipeg and in Edmonton. Actually, I was at the playground yesterday. The kids. And there was a couple of uh, Ukrainian refugee kids playing on the playground at oh, the same time. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is important for this franchise to give back. It always has been. They kind of lost their way for a little bit, but uh, it's obviously something that's important to you for this team to give back. Well, I think that is one of the great things of being a community-owned team is we have a responsibility to take a leadership in the community on things that are relevant to us. And... This is a, a one one way that we get to do it as an entire team and staff and fans. Yeah. I mean, all of us know how impactful the Ukrainian community is on Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Or we all know a teacher, a friend, a cousin, an uncle, a relative, or you're Ukrainian yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the goal is always to win the Grey Cup every year. How do you think our chances are this year? Are you asking that because we're on a on a on a winning streak right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're rolling. We're, we're rolling. rolling. Yeah. Well, you know, I can't speak to that. I mean, that's the beauty of sport is you never really know. You try and assemble the best pieces, assemble the best coaching, the best team, and do what you can. And the important thing is you try and put together the best pieces. But sports 
things happen and you never and you never really know what i can say is i'll i'll share this um sort of anecdotal insider story um that i i i was told when we were in winnipeg um after the game one of our doctors who has been with us for 30 years and i and, and i won't say his name because i just just to protect the story but protect him i mean and he said victor I've been with the organization for over 30 years, standing on that sidelines. And this feels like a completely different team. The mm. energy, the vibe, the, the camaraderie, the brotherhood, when they come off and they high five and they celebrate. He's like, he says, I can't explain empirically what it is, but there's something intangible about the, the energy around the bench that I feel when I'm when I'm there and it's completely different this year. They look so, good too. <laughs> yeah. I love the new jerseys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they look fantastic. Yeah. Victor, with what's been going on with the with the league and the players and the and I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a dispute, but the behind the scenes stuff uh, how involved have you been in that in that process and and trying to get the season started on time? Well, I mean, I'm the rookie at the table when it comes to CFL and, and the president CEOs there. So we had a group that was negotiating. But when you're going through a, um, a strike, a potential strike like this, there are so many balls in the air with a professional football club that were literally changing hour by hour. You've got your ticketing, your football operations, your backhouse operations, marketing, PR, and all these things change depending on whether a strike happens or not or the timing of the strike. And not to mention the logistics. Like we were, we flew that morning to Winnipeg, played, and then flew back that night, right? Yeah. So it, there's a lot of pieces, but I think. Overall, the relationship is great. Uh, I talked every day with our player reps and we, you know, we shared information of, of like, how do we get this over the, the, the line? Mm -hmm. And because uh, and everybody wants to play. It's always so complicated. I'm happy where we are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that brings us together in Edmonton as well is uh, 50-50s. Our love for 50-50s. Our love for 50-50s. <laughs> um, you guys are doing some different things with it this year, hey? Yeah, we are. And we're going to keep keep sort of um, innovating on the 50-50 stuff with early bird draws of things that are sort of money-can't-buy experiences. Okay. So, um, for example, um, an early bird draw to be a fly on the wall in the locker room pregame to listen to Coach Jones give his inspirational speech. No way. Oh, oh wow. That's, that's very cool. Um, or uh, to sit on our bench or maybe the, the visiting team's bench, whichever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just different experiences like that as part of the early bird and uh, to continue that all season, and and it's a, a multi-day draw too. Like you can buy starts at the away game, and then this fifty-fifty right over. started last Friday. Yeah. It's carrying over. So you keep buying right. tickets. Yeah, if you go to goelks.com um, right now, you can actually go to the fifty-fifty page and make a purchase right now before the game. And then they usually shut it down at about halftime. But I think they've got a sort of a tentative. Uh, like a ten o'clock on Friday when they sh when they shut her down. Yeah. So it's actually pointless for everybody to buy tickets right now because um, I'm going to win them. Well, you need more money in the I'm pot, though. I'm gonna, 
You should no, no, no. If you're going to win, you should encourage more yeah. people to buy. Yeah. Okay, that's like, a good point. There you go. Keep buying you, tickets. You don't know how 50-50 ticket works. If that's your logic, I'll do a 50-50 draw with you right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what does uh, your game day routine look like? Well, you know, this is uh, that's a great question because this is my first home game as president and, and CEO. And so there is a lot of operational stuff that happens on the 24 hours leading up to the game, because basically the entire team, we reinvent new roles. Every, you know, some of us are moving furniture. Some of us are, are putting up signs, like the whole organization gets a different uh, role, job roles uh, and, and responsibilities. So that part is, is, is a lot of fun. Um, and I'm not, you know, we've got some hosting opportunities to do in the suite and all that kind of obligatory stuff, but I like sitting in the stands. I'm not as, you know, when I went to Winnipeg, I was in the stands, but probably Wade, luckily, the, the, the president there gave me an all-access pass, and I got to sit in like a dozen different places all the way oh, nice. from the bottom to the top. And um, and that that's fun. Like, it's fun to sit next to other people that... That's game day, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, we're really looking forward to the uh, the match on on Friday. Like we said at the beginning of the the conversation here, we got nice weather. Um, you're going to get a huge walk up too. This is mm-hmm. this is a walk up town. Um, this is a last minute town, so I have a feeling that we'll we'll close in on that fifty thousand um, seat mark for for the game on Friday. That that's got to break some records if we can get fifty thousand people in Commonwealth for the for preseason game yeah. for the Elks. That'll be a good night. That'll be an excellent night, Victor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, thank you for your time. I think we're going to make this a regular routine. If I'm not mistaken, we're going to have you on um, to do a hit um, uh, whenever we have a home game. So you're going to get sick of us by the end of uh, the season, Victor. Oh, you're going to get sick of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll start memorizing a few more dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Get on it. Uh, and um, we also have a shirt that we're going to order you here. Yeah. And so the next time we see you in person, uh, hopefully I'll, I'll have a running sections t-shirt for you, Victor. Nice. Okay. I'm all over that. Thanks for all your right. time today. Uh, have a good day, guys. Take, take care, care, my yeah. friend. There he is. That's Victor Quay, the president of the Edmonton Elks, and we've got a big matchup mm-hmm. on Friday. Get your tickets. It's a $15 ticket, every, every ticket in the building. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7.